Welcome to yet another episode of LTE on New Year's Eve. Happy New Year. 2020 is right around the corner. This is the podcast brought to you by Register Guard Opinion Page. I'm your host, Brendan O'Mara, the Assistant Opinion Page Editor. Today's guest is RG Sports writer Ryan Thorburn. He wrote a brilliant feature a few weeks back about Justin Herbert. Go find it online. The Eugene native turned Duck Star quarterback is in the Rose Bowl tomorrow, as you know, along with uh, an entire flock of ducks. Is it called a flock? I don't know. I'm not an ornithologist. So we dig into the nuts and bolts of that story and what it meant to cover Herbert for the past few years. Herbert has since won the academic Heisman, so the one reference to it you hear in this interview happened before Herbert accepted that award. Anyway... If you want to support the show, be sure to subscribe to it wherever you get your podcast. I believe it's embedded in the From the Newsroom feed. Under there, you'll find LTE. Just download it and listen. Also, if you want to keep the podcast alive, subscribe to the newspaper register guard, of course, and link up to the show across your various social networks. I think that's going to do it, friend. So here's my conversation with the great sports writer Ryan Thorburn. How long was this particular story um, sort of in the can for you? Like, how long were you working on this to have it published when it did uh, at the, you know, after the victory at the Pac-12 championship? Well, it's a great question. Um, Allison, our editor, had mentioned to me several weeks ago that there was going to be a hole in A1 and she was looking for a sports story to fill it. And... uh, I originally I think the hole was ne- this coming Sunday and not this previous one and then they flopped things around and all of a sudden it was moved up but I had been planning on doing kind of a retrospective on Justin Herbert obviously he's a Eugene kid he's you know a Pac-12 star now a Pac-12 champion and, and is going to be an NFL quarterback so I had been planning it for a few weeks um, Oregon set me up with Justin you know one-on-one and that happened to be two days after they lost Arizona State. So <laughs> I was a little concerned that he would, you know, his mood, what that would be and and so forth. Obviously, that was a crushing loss for them, um, knocked them out of the college football playoff. Um, but he was great. And I had known Justin, obviously, from covering him, you know, since his Sheldon days. And uh, so that was kind of the start. I don't know what that date was, but, you know, about two and a half weeks ago, I got Justin. Um Obviously, he still had a lot on the table despite the playoff. He's from Eugene. He's you know big into the Civil War. It was before that game, and and obviously the Pac-12 championship was out there in the Rose Bowl. So a lot of the conversation was before any of these milestones were checked off, and it was more of a reflection of you know the previous three years, which had been wild for him with three coaching changes and yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, you know, losing records, getting injured. Uh, developing and now finally, you know, coming back instead of going to the NFL last year, which he had a chance to do. And then, you know, I talked to his dad. I met his dad at a coffee shop, and the whole family was going down to uh, driving down to Santa Clara for the game. Um, so I spent about 90 minutes with his dad. Um, when I was in Santa Clara, I, I caught up with his brother Mitchell, his older brother. I had talked to Patrick, his younger brother, earlier in the season. 
uh, about Justin and, and, you know, Oregon doesn't make any player you want available anytime. So, you know, Patrick's not really playing much and he hasn't been available lately, but I, I have talked to him several times about his brother. And then, you know, I kind of did all the transcribing before the game and just thought, you know, I'm just going to crank this out tomorrow because what happens is going to define his legacy to a large degree, whether he's a Pac-12 champion or, you know, just led the team to the Pac-12 championship game. And it, it turned out great that they won in terms of, you know, getting him after the game and, and adding some more color to it. And obviously they're going to the Rose Bowl, which for a Eugene kid is the ultimate uh, as a Duck fan. Yeah. And so when you line up uh, a, a source of this nature, you know, the sort of the premier face of a program, how much time are you allotted with him so you can so you can pick his brain and get as much of that, that rich detail as possible to write a feature of this length? Yeah, I mean, I have to give Oregon some credit there because, you know, during the season they usually are pretty tight with their windows and, and how accessible these guys are, how accessible coaches are. But they didn't set a time limit. They just said, you know, before the Arizona State game, actually, um, one of their SIDs, Todd Miles, came up to me and said, yeah, we're going to get you Justin on Monday. Does that work for you after Mario's thing? And I was like, yeah, great. And so they didn't put a time limit on it. And I had, you know, a list of questions that I had for Justin. And, you know, his answers aren't very long. <laughs> so it's, it's <laughs> not going to take all day. But he was he was good. He knew he gets it. He knew what that this was a different story than just your average, you know, talk about Utah's defense story. And, and he was great. And, uh, you know, he knows how big of a deal it is because he was in the position that a lot of his fans are when he was a kid. He read everything that was written about Marcus Mariota. You know, he probably has register guards with some of Mariota's photos and, and stuff uh, in his uh filing cabinet so he gets it from that standpoint and uh you know it was it worked out really well and i'm always fascinated with uh even the elite players so they are also oftentimes the best studiers and the best the best preparers of game plans. I was looking at quotes the other, a couple of weeks ago, just looking at, you know, Peyton Manning's quote, you know, at the time when he was one of the best quarterbacks in the league, he was also just renowned for how much film study he did. And, and given that, you know, uh, Justin Herbert's got that kind of, um, kind of that NFL body, he's got that kind of talent. You've seen him behind the scenes. So what's the nature of his game plan and his, in his preparation and study that, informs what he can do physically yeah that that's a great question and but in the story obviously we detail i mean this is a guy who uh, is up for the national scholar of the year award in new york city uh, a guy who actually cares about that more than the heisman which i went to new york city five years ago to cover marcus mariota winning the heisman which is the outstanding player uh justin has a good chance of being the uh, outstanding student athlete so he He's a, a kid who, you know, grew up around science, wanting to be a, possibly a doctor, you know, carried a 4.01 in biology at, at Oregon while doing all this football stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. So he's not your typical student athlete, you know. He's not your typical, you know, football factory player that's just there to go to the NFL after three years, even though he could have done that. And, you know, beyond that, he he does the same thing with football. He spends a lot of time with Marcus Royo, the offensive coordinator, studying the game plans, breaking down film, and, and coming up with a plan for all these defenses. And uh, you know, 
from that aspect, I think he's a coach's dream. Um, you know, Mariota's had a hard time in the NFL where life for him in college was so easy. They were such a dominant football team. He made it look easy. He's a great athlete. He's obviously the best player in Oregon history and one of the greatest college players ever. But I actually think Herbert might translate better to the NFL because of that study habit and cerebral nature that he has. At the quarterback position, that's everything. It's all about decision-making and being prepared. And uh, you know he's going to be that. And as you mentioned, he's 6'6", 240 pounds, and can throw the ball just about anywhere. Mm. And was the the writing of this story for for you as someone having covered him for for years – was it kind of a, a, a bittersweet, uh, you know, construction and generation of this story? Because this is kind of the kind of a big swan song ish feature on someone who's kind of been a mainstay um, on your beat for for years. Yeah, I'm, I didn't really think of it that way. I th- first of all, you know, I got back to the hotel like one a.m. after the game, and I knew that they wanted this relatively early on Saturday. The game was on Friday night. So I didn't really have time for that. I got up at 6 a.m. and started writing it, got it done by uh, about noon. You know, I actually put together kind of the structure of it and some of the writing before the game. I got to the stadium really early. So the actual writing process was about, you know, six to eight hours, which is a lot for a sports story. Yeah. But there was so much information and so much good stuff that these people gave me that I had to pare it down and, and... and trying to get to everything in a story that fits uh, in the newspaper. So I, I didn't really have uh, a lot of time to think about it in terms of uh, being bittersweet or anything. I mean, it's just cool. I think that I interviewed this kid, and, and that's kind of the first question I had for him. was like, do you remember when I interviewed you when you were still at Sheldon? We met over at Oregon for you know, a photo shoot, like local boy. <laughs> a, a, realize his dream by getting a scholarship to Oregon. He said, yeah, I do remember that. I think I told you when I'm a junior or senior, I hope to just get in and take a few snaps, you know, like as a backup or something. Yeah. That was his expectation (laughs) going into this. I mean, you have to remember he, there was two quarterbacks in his recruiting class. The other one was Terry Wilson. who was ranked way higher by the recruiting services. Uh, They had Dakota Prukop, a graduate transfer who was his brother's friend at Montana state come in to be the starter. They had uh, Travis Johnson, another high recruit from the previous class. I mean, he, he was an afterthought going into his career. He was like fourth or fifth on the depth chart. They come out of that, his freshman camp, he's number two on the depth chart. And then obviously things went south. They threw him in and, and history was made. That's great. Well, the the story I, I I loved. I ate it up for such a long feature, in ter- just in terms of word length. It reads like a story a, th- a third of its length. It's a, you know really good and well structured, and, and just a and a and a great send off to to a, to an icon in the in this er- area. So definitely, um, you know, as uh, you know, people need to check out the story and read it. Read it on registerguard.com. All DuckSports.com is probably yeah, online. DuckSports.com as well, and. Uh, yeah, it, it worked out well. And, you know, I mean, I don't root for the Ducks one way or the other, but the fact that they did win the Pac-12 championship did really boost this story. It would have been good either way. Kind of he reflects on his journey and, and he's, you know, he's one of the great players in program history. But the fact that he won the Pac-12 championship and that added to it and now he's going to the Rose Bowl, uh, it's really 
added a lot to it. And his amazing journey that he's had. Yeah, it definitely having won that game, it gives the story some extra thrust. Yeah, and uh, it's great. It's great, and um, oh, and it gave it, it some extra clicks too. Not gonna <laughs> lie, a lot of fans don't like to read about losses. Um, and that was really a great win for uh, this program. Fantastic. Well, Ryan, thanks so much for the work. Thanks for coming on the podcast here. And uh, you know, best you know, best of luck. And can't wait to you know keep reading what, what you've got coming down the pipeline. All right. My pleasure, man. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Of course.